Welcome back to the Knowles Development Podcast. Thank you so much. And we're wrapping up our season. This is our last episode of this season. And we want to just touch on, uh, I think, an important topic. It's a broad-ranging topic in leadership, um, but it's one that I think we need to spend at least one episode on. And it's, I'm going to hit you between the eyes, right out of the gate. So are you ready? Awesome. It's not about you. To me, one of the underlying lessons of leadership is you really cannot make it about you. If you make it about you, you're leading for all the wrong reasons. You've got to be invested and tied into and tuned into your people and having a shared vision of where you're going. I mean, so many of the things that we've talked about this season, that's what we're talking about here. Only we just want to underline, underscore about how much it isn't about you. First and foremost, it's about growing your people. If you're gonna really achieve something great, then everybody involved not only needs to deliver at a high level, but needs to constantly be stretching and growing to do better and better and better. And that's where progress really comes from. It comes from individually improving over time and then collectively as a team, getting higher and higher functioning None of that has to do with the leader other than taking on the responsibility to make sure that that's happening. That's the part that I want you to own. And we're gonna talk about that more at the very end of this about what that responsibility looks like and how in the very nature of accepting that responsibility, you're also making sure that it's not about you. But let's talk a little bit more about some of the little triggers, some of the little things to watch for in maybe your tendency to make it about you. And one of the things I like to have people just think about is this phrase of just get over yourself, right? I want you to ask yourself that and look in the mirror every once in a while when some of these things are happening. First and foremost, when are you holding back? When are you holding back? When I mean holding back, like let's talk about conversations with your people, right? How are you holding back? What are you not saying that needs to be said? If you have a conversation that needs to be happening right now with one of the key people that you're charged in leading and you're holding back from having that conversation, do you understand that that is all about you? That you've literally made that whole conversation now about you because you're not having it. If you put them first and you know that that conversation is going to help them, help them get to the next level, help them grow, you owe it to them to have that conversation. You owe it to them, not only have it, but have it in a proactive way, have it in a responsive way. Don't wait. Number two, and again, these are just little benchmarks, little guardrails to be looking for in our tendency to make it about ourselves. It's our human nature, right? We tend to be selfish. We tend to be inward focusing, right? And leadership is all about bucking that trend and making it about other people. Not holding your people accountable. Not being willing to have that hard conversation to hold people's feet to the fire when they committed to doing and now they're coming up short. That accountability conversation, especially in bite-sized chunks. A lot of leaders like to hold off on it 
and then get kind of authoritarian. Well, that really becomes this kind of power grab. And anytime that's happening, again, you're making it about you. Your goal as a leader should be to get everything into somebody else's hands that does it better than you. If you're looking to hold it, hold some sort of position over somebody, again, those are all selfish moves on this chessboard of life. And it's going to hold you back as a leader. you got to be willing to have accountable conversations. And I suggest do it in bite-sized chunks. Don't wait a year. Don't wait for quarterly reviews. Weekly. Ongoing. Corrective in the moment if need be. When something happens, pull somebody into a conference room quick. Address it. Address it quickly and immediately. Because when they're live in the moment is the best opportunity for them to learn from it. Now, I'm going to have a little football analogy here at the end, and I'm actually not that much of a football guy, just to be clear, but it is, a, I think, a really strong one, and it also can parlay into any other sports. But one of the things that the NFL has gotten really good at is being able to review tape of the game while the game's going on. Did you realize that? That when... An offensive line comes off of the field, having lost, having lost the ball, a turnover, whatever. Like, they're looking at tape of what they just did to learn right then. They're not waiting until Monday morning. They're not waiting until Wednesday morning. They're reviewing it live in the moment. How can we get better right now? Imagine if the only accountability conversation they had with the coach was after losing the Super Bowl. And there was no ongoing accountability as they went. The growth of the players of that team, the growth of the staff of that team, wouldn't have nearly the potential that they do of this live feedback accountability group. And that all starts with a leader. That starts with you. And it's because you're committed to their success. That's why you're doing it. You're committed to their success. That's the motivation behind it. You don't let your selfishness get in the way, and you have those conversations. Last thing, and this is the piece that I think John Maxwell talks about this. And it's, it's a pretty evolved level of leadership, I would argue. And what we're talking about is how diligently are you working to, to train and build and grow up your replacement. There's a, God, a lot of good leaders out there who, after leaving an organization, they're almost hoping that organization doesn't go well. That's selfish. And that's making it all about you and not about the organization. You should want, desperately want, for your legacy to be that the, that the thing that you left did even better after you left. Did even better after you left. I've had the opportunity to run three different organizations for Keller Williams uh, here in New England. And one of the things that I'm the most proud of is every single one of them, the, the replacements that we put in for the initial few years after we replaced, my, replaced me in the leadership role, they continued to grow in terms of agent count, they continue to grow in terms of production, and they continue to grow in terms of profitability. And that to me was such a blessing as a leader. 
to know that the person that we had spent time pouring into, that was our replacement, picked up that baton and took it even further. That should be your goal as a leader. And if you're doing that actively right now, by default, you're not making it about you. You really are making it about the organization and the people within it. So this last little note here on not making it about you. I want you to take a look at the, at the typical football team. In the typical football team, you've got a couple of different versions of leaders. But two to particular I want to dive into. One is the quarterback. When the offense is on the field, the person on the field leading the team is the quarterback. It's the leader on the field, right? But the leader for the team as a whole really is that head coach. The dynamic you should expect in leadership is the following. When your team wins, the person on the field who's really doing that frontline leadership should be getting all of the credit. And if they're really smart, they're giving credit to the team, they're giving credit to the fans, they're giving credit to the whole organization, right? But they really should be put up on a pedestal. They should be holding that trophy up high. The coach should be pointing to that person, be pointing to the team. But when they lose, the inverse should happen. The coach, the leader, should be taking all of the responsibility. Because the reality is if you're the person bringing people into an organization, keeping people in an organization, in charge of the vision and leadership and the direction of the organization, you're in charge of pouring into your people, you're in charge of all of it. Ultimately, it is your responsibility if you don't get there. If you don't get to where you set out to go, that's on you, nobody else. Because everybody else is there because of you. That's why it's so important to make it about them. Your job is to build the best possible team, grow the best possible team, pour into them to the point where you're even replacing yourself. That should be the goal. I want to challenge you as we come to the end of this season. Make your leadership goal to make it not about you. Make it to really, truly, and genuinely be about the people who you are blessed enough to take some time and lead. Don't shy away from the hard conversations. Don't shy away from being accountable. Don't shy away from building up and growing your replacement. The rewards are not gonna be standing on the podium holding the trophy. The rewards are gonna be inside you. And it's worth it, I promise. Thanks for joining us this season for the Knowles Development Podcast. We love being in business with you, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.